Hello and welcome to the Authentic Wednesday podcast. Each week, my guest and I share our vulnerable behind the scenes stories of giving ourselves permission to take off our masks, let go of expectations and embrace our own path of freedom and authentic connection. I'm your host, Bianca Hughes, a lover of authenticity and a licensed professional counsellor in Georgia. Hello and welcome to episode four of the Authentic Wednesday podcast and this week it is me. Yep, it's just all me. However, I have something, hmm, let's see, how do I want to describe this? Interesting, vulnerable and hopefully relatable for you all to share with you today. I think some of the stuff that you'll hear me share often are things that come up in the therapy room, conversations with my friends or just me just thinking and giving thought and journaling. But it's definitely a lot of self-reflection as well as life experiences when I share these things. But I have an amazing therapist. He's absolutely amazing. Um, he is my third therapist. Um, not because anything was wrong with the other two. They were absolutely amazing. Just like life circumstances changed, so I changed. And I particularly wanted to experience um, a male um, therapist and just see what that is like as well. I've had two female ones previously, but he is a really cool dude really uh, funny and just just what I need in this season um so right now he's just there when I need him um I feel personally just me as a therapist you know when things happen our sessions will increase and when they don't I'll probably see him every six weeks or maybe every two months something like that just because as a professional counselor there's a lot I deal with um and just processing and, and dealing with life and then dealing with my profession. You know, I was having a conversation with someone that I have been invited to many people's lives and their challenges and their struggles. And, you know, it, it bears some weight. And then, of course, I have my own life, right? So, um, and things that happen to me. So it's a lot going on. So having that therapist is very helpful for me. I wanted to share about time when I was struggling with the perfectionism was coming up, right? That not enough, not doing enough, not praying enough, not seeking God enough, not completing my tasks enough, measuring my worth and my performance in regards to how much I was getting done. And I remember just sharing all these things, feeling disappointed and angry and frustrated with myself and probably um, in tears that I just felt like I just couldn't get it together. And um, I remember um, he, my therapist, said something like, wow, sounds like you're relating to yourself in regards of outcomes. And I paused and I listened. There was silence. One thing I love about my therapist, he really does respect the silence. And I started to cry because whilst I was relating to myself in that way, I also knew that wasn't who I was. I know my worth. Um, I know my value. Um, I'm confident in who I am. And so I think I was sad 
that I was treating myself harshly and unkind and I don't deserve that. You know, a lot of people say they don't like deserve, but that's not how I treat myself. That's not okay. You know, I wouldn't treat other people like that. So why would I treat myself like that? And I just felt really sad that I would do that to myself. And I started to cry. And I just thought about in those moments and over the past week, being unkind and judgmental and critical. Because, you know, if I said those same words and, and had the same expectations to somebody else, oh my gosh, it would be really, really bad. And so I began to see myself. I began to be able to step outside and observe what I was doing. And that made me sad. Just like anyone else, if you saw someone treating someone or mistreating someone, it will be sad or it may make you angry. And that's how I was able to look at myself and realize, you know, it's funny. As I was thinking about sharing this with you guys, I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to share this because it sounds sad. It sounds depressing. Um, it sounds like hopeless. It's like, what? She thinks she's, um, you know, she knows her worth. She knows she's who she is and she still experiences that. Yeah, I do. Because I'm a human being. Um, we're all human beings. And so... Even though I was hesitant to share this, this other part reminded me the whole point of me doing this podcast is to be authentic, to share those vulnerable moments and relate to people and show them that they're not alone. Whilst this may not be the most uplifting thing or something like that, I want you guys to relate because you may be in this in this moment or you may know someone who's in this moment and they don't feel like they can get out. They don't feel like anyone can understand or relate. And so I want to share that with you. So even though I had that thought about, oh, maybe I shouldn't, this is the reason why I'm here. You guys are the reason why I'm here and I'm sharing this. Let's go back to where I was feeling sad. It was uncomfortable in that moment too. And as I said, you know, he gives me the silence and I love that about him. And whilst it was uncomfortable, I knew it was necessary. It was uncomfortable because it's what I like to say, it was a shame moment. And shame is the sense of I'm not enough, I'm not good enough. And the shame was in the sense and that uncomfortableness came from the fact that I know better, but yet I didn't do better. And I couldn't comprehend or understand why I did that. I forgot I was human and was operating and having these expectations of myself like a robot. And so when I do things that I know I don't need to be doing or are not helpful for me, shame occurs. And all the thoughts about me being human go out the window. I kind of call it my perfectionism spiral. Thankfully, it doesn't last as long and I'm able to learn and, and come out of it. But it's just these moments where I get in this cycle, even though I have all this information, I have all this wisdom. But if I get in a moment when it gets to me, it doesn't matter. It doesn't. And that was what was happening in that moment in the therapy room, just being uncomfortable. But there's still this other part of me that knew it was necessary to be there and be uncomfortable because it wouldn't last forever. I breathe. 
And like I said, he knew my therapist. We both knew that I know my worth. I know I'm a gift. I know my strengths. I know my weaknesses. I know I'm an amazing. I know I'm loved. I know I'm worthy. I know that I am more than anything I could ever do in this life in regards of my output or my performance. And yet this thing called life happens. Things happen. Situations happen. And it makes me get to question it when I take it on. When I left the therapy room, I can say I left there in deep thought about how I had harshly judged myself and also free because I knew this was not the path to go. And yes, I can process all the deep and how I harshly judge myself and feel free at the same time. It's not an either or, it's both amongst the other things. But I just took a moment to be. I took a moment to be human. I took a moment to be kind and gentle. I observed and I observed myself over the past week looking from the outside versus on the inside and just was seeing how things had come up and maybe it was something someone said, maybe I was tired, maybe I was on Instagram too much and these thoughts came in and I was measuring myself and I was comparing and so I just wasn't measuring up. But now it was a moment and it was something new that I learned that I was relating relating to myself in outcomes. Well, I was judging myself as well and criticizing myself, but how I was relating and seeing myself was of someone who needed to perform. And that's not okay. That's not healthy. What else I learned was how important self-compassion is. One of the things I've been learning a lot and doing a lot and teaching myself and um, really doing a lot of work around with my clients on self-compassion is about learning to be gentle and kind to myself. Giving myself the same gentleness and kindness I would give to a stranger when I see them in pain and they're suffering. I had to recognize, though, that I was in pain. I had to embrace the difficult moment because I had learned by embracing the difficult moments that it actually doesn't last as long as much as when I ignore it and try to fight it. I know that may sound weird for some people, but literally when I just relax and let go and just embrace what's going on, recognize it's life, recognize it's human, and recognize that it doesn't have to be the end of me, and it doesn't say whether I'm good enough or worthy enough. It's just life. Things get easier. They get a lot easier. Does that mean that this doesn't happen again? No. This has happened again since I have related to myself in terms of outcome. One of the most recent ones is um, going up a dress size or going to the store that you bought jeans in a certain size and now it's gone up. I don't care what size you are. I don't care if you go from a 2 to a 4, if you go from an 8 to a 10, if you go from a 4 to a 6, an 18 to a 22. It don't matter. The feeling of that experience, especially if that's not what you're wanting, it still feels the same, right? Like you're not good enough and you're not performing. And so that's probably one of my most recent things. Um, just the body changing and also being a woman, I just body changes all the time regardless. And having to apply the same things and be more kind and be more gentle to myself helps when the thoughts come up again and it just doesn't last as long. 
So here's what I want you guys to do. I want you to think about this. Are you relating to yourself or have you or do you relate to yourself in regards to your outcome, your output? If so, what is one small thing that you can do today to make a shift? Just small, nothing huge. It could be a thought change. It could be reading about self-compassion. You might not even implement the self-compassion, but you can at least read what it is and find out more about the definition. It could be sharing with someone you trust. I always find that when I get into the moments of shame, sharing with people I trust and that love me and know me really help me in those moments. Journaling. Um, I'm a lover of journaling and just getting the thoughts down. Why would I suggest these things? Because what I do know is nothing will change unless you take time to stop and be more aware. Unless you take time to stop and reflect. A reflection that is where you can stop, be loving, kind and non-judgmental and just observe. Observe your thoughts, observe your behavior without any form of judgment, but just become aware of it. When I do those things, I definitely begin to embrace more of who I am, embrace life and not try to fight life. It definitely develops my authenticity, right? Because now I'm becoming self-aware of who I am and what matters and what doesn't matter. It puts me really, it's literally what I'm saying is, you know, what I talk about. My tagline, embrace your imperfections and authentically be you. I'm embracing these moments that are difficult and embracing them. I learn more about me. I appreciate me. And I can just authentically be myself, flaws and all. So I hope this was really helpful for you guys today. I hope you can relate. Um, please share with anyone you know. If you have anything you want to share or ask me about this podcast, please feel free to email me, podcast at biancakhughes.com. I would love to hear your thoughts and your comments. They are always welcome. Thank you so much for listening. If you connected with what you just heard, please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. You can stay connected by following our Instagram, Authentic Wednesday Podcast, and visiting our website, authenticwednesday.com. Remember, authenticity is a journey, not a destination.